0: Hello, this is Ted, and uh, we're another Art Talk thing of the Art Therapy series, and uh, today I have a very special guest coming on today. His name is, uh, what's your name?
1: Matthew Sowell.
0: Matthew Sowell. He is an award-winning playwright.
1: You're um, too much.
0: <laughs> he has written very interesting uh, modern plays for... Um, the school we went to savannah college of art and design and you just got your master's degree i writing. did
1: yes a few months ago i graduated awesome cool
0: yeah so um we're going to talk a little bit about his process his writing maybe a bit of his like uh experience through school and all that so um do we want to just start like a brief description about like how you got into writing and like specifically like playwriting and stuff and maybe your like you know your journey through education, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: Totally. So I got into writing, um, mostly because I was bad at almost everything as a kid. Um, <laughs> but I could write, I could totally always write. So I kind of took it and ran with it in high school as like, this is my stick. This is what I'm going to get good at. Um, as far as playwriting, I saw Phantom of the Opera when I was like six. I don't know why my parents took a six-year-old to that show, but it like <laughs> totally rocked my world. Um, and like, I became obsessed with it. I mean, it's all I would listen to, it's all I would do. I started re- reading plays in probably sophomore year of high school, and it's just been like the most consistent thing in my life since I was a teenager.
0: Cool. Neat, yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of funny that watching *Fan of the
1: Opera at six years old. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it like actually scarred me, but in the best way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's good trauma.
0: <laughs> it's good trauma. i would never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> Not all trauma is bad trauma. <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah i i got interested in drama at a young age also uh i think it was midsummer night's dream at like high school that i saw my brother perform <laughs> and he's two years older than me and then like it was like a black box theater so like everything was very close oh my god that's so cool <laughs> and it was so immersive and i like this it's such a cool thing that you can do like it's kind of like a movie except everything's right in front of you so yeah uh, i definitely want to get into like acting and, and uh that's so cool. Getting into the process.
1: Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's like amazing how theater can do that. I think it gets not a bad rep, but people think it's all like wicked or I mean, Phantom of the Opera or like yeah. and stuff. But I mean, it's when you get to the right show, something that like totally fits your personality, it's amazing how much it can affect your life for anybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's not just like the flashy, like effects and stuff. There's like a real like nitty gritty to it that can like change the way you look at things.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's
0: mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so two, I had the privilege of being in not one, but two of uh, Matt's plays. <laughs> um, You're a star. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was a reading and one of them was an actual like performance that we got to do. Uh, do you want to briefly, like, the titles and what they're about, just a little bit?
1: Uh, sure. Okay, so Spin is a, like, super-duper satirical piece. It's about... <laughs> um, the journalism industry and kind of the cost of maybe stretching the truth or rewording stuff so that it sounds so that it fits your narrative better. Um, It's very off, 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 off Broadway. Um, I'm proud of it, but it's a weird (laughs) little show. And then my other play is ignominious uh or the public shaming of katrina biraz mm-hmm. and it's about a sorority girl at a college who tweets something extremely racist and the campus sort of falls apart because mm-hmm.
0: of that
1: yeah
0: cool yeah so and i've i've talked to people like after the show and all that like after we we're and the reading and they were all a bit there it was the stories are very intense and they uh One way word that I heard a lot was uh, they're kind of like shell-shocked. They're a bit like, you know, rattled after like hearing these stories. Oh, gosh. In in a good way, like in like a really good way. Um, Because like, like probably because of all kind of these intense like recreations of like these very current themes that you talk about. Like there's like a little bit of cyberbullying and there's like the fake news from Spin and not well, there's kind of a spoiler at the end of
1: Edominius. but <laughs> oh uh, no, yeah, you there's... can you can it's okay. gun violence there... because I mean <laughs> true. he's it's a white guy with a gun. I mean, true people Shooters. will get it shortly yes. into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, what inspired you to like to write all this very strong, like very topical pieces of dramatic writing in plays?
1: Um, so I've always liked the news. I, my parents used to keep the news on 24 seven. Again, don't know if that was healthy, but it's good. (laughs) It turned out good. Um, and also I think theater's always got to be relatable and it's always got to be, the audience has to be able to approach it and understand where it's coming from and relate to it. Um, unfortunately we're in a really bad time in history when things are really not great. So that's reflected in my writing because I mean, it's, you know, gun violence and, bullying online and racism and that type of stuff Um, because that's where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, not as artsy answer, but I think I'm I'm pretty desensitized to stuff because I have liked theater for a long time and I have read super weird, I mean, Sarah Kane plays that are like violent and over the Mm -hmm. top. So I don't think my stuff is that much. And then people read it or see it or hear it and they're just like, what the hell? (laughs) So that's partly where it comes from. But, and I mean, also it's, fun to make the audience feel things it's fun to scare people and catch them off guard good shows should do that so i try to do it as much as i can definitely
0: yeah and you do a very good very good job with it it's intense and it's it's like it's not the scary thing about it like in a good way is that it's not too far-fetched like it's it is still like secure like spin but like just take what's going on right now and just amp it up like a little bit and like you have a lot of the things that are happening.
1: Yeah, totally. And, things. and I mean that's that's a fun way to write. And I mean I get it from like The Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, all of these old TV shows – well, Black Mirror is not old. But all of these okay. TV shows that like take where America was at at the time or where a country was at at the time and just like jacking it up just enough to where it's unrecognizable but still super believable –
0: I mean, yeah. that's how you
1: like get people into it for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And you kind of force them to think about this kind of stuff that they might not rather, rather not think about. Exactly. Because it's very relatable.
1: And exactly. And you see it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as long as you can keep people laughing, I mean, you can get away with a lot from what I found. <laughs> True, <laughs> as long as there's yeah. a joke every few lines, you're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a, um, there was a thing bit near the end of ignominious where, um, you know, Floyd and uh, Charlie were about to, like, get into their last sort of, ar- like, f- argument thing. Yeah. And, like, they told Ivan to leave the room. Yeah. And it was kind of... But the way he did it was, like, you know, it was, like, over the <laughs> dramatic because it's, you know... Yeah. And it just broke the tension a little bit, and it was perfect.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I've actually, since the dude who played to him, his name was uh, Cameron Lopez, mm-hmm. and since he did that, I have totally, like, written that into the script because it was such a good moment. <laughs> I mean... I think you've got to let people off the leash every now and then and let them kind of relax. Because if they're relaxed, if they're laughing, if they're having fun, then they'll be more... Accept, they'll accept the message of the play a little better if they don't feel attacked, I guess, mm-hmm. is the way to put it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, like, I think our our, our teacher said this before. Uh, um, uh, what's her name? Sorry. The, Renee. Renee, yeah,
1: Renee Bishop. Um, <laughs> I love Renee.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, she's, she's the best. And she was talking about how actors can transform someone's writing in a beautiful way because of their ability to like interpret the text through actions and like exactly
1: that exactly and i think i mean i'm still a very young player. i don't have a ton under my belt i've still got a long way to go and i think that, that was one of the mm-hmm. best lessons i've got in my life so far is watching ignominious the characters become real because of the actors because of the way that they made them i mean They became totally different from how I pictured them, but it affected the story in such a good way. It makes them so much more human.
0: Definitely, yeah. That's pretty awesome that you had the chance to do that with with the
1: writing and all that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't trade it for anything. That was, like, Mm -hmm. the best experience of my life.
0: Yeah. Uh, Good segue. Um, For (laughs) people who are less, like, used to this kind of writing, uh, like, what would you say is the biggest difference between writing plays and, like, writing like screenplays or like novels like what's specific about like theater that is what do you think is different
1: so i think the thing that screenwriting and playwriting have in common that where it differentiates from any other type of writing um you have more freedom to go deeper into plot deeper into characters because you're not having to worry about how things look um that's why i can't write novels cuz you have to focus on okay well how does this person look how does the world look how is the world set up whereas Mm. in plays you're basic and screenplays too you're basically making just like a recipe you're focusing on dialogue character development and plot and that is so freeing in a way to me at least Mm. um because you that's all you're focusing on um Mm -hmm. the reason I like plays better than screenwriting is because you can get away with a lot more um theater is a lot less people go in with less expectations I think as far as like there's going to be a climax, there's going to be an explosion, and it frees you up so much to try weird things and, you know, long monologues, breaking narrative (laughs) frames in a certain way. I mean, it's just so much fun on stage. And the other fun thing is you can write a stage direction and just see how the director interprets it, and it's fun to watch it come to life.
0: True, yeah. It's a work in progress. Like, like the, the script isn't the finished product. It's like it can branch out into so many different directions. Exactly. It's not like, it's not like a book where when you're done writing, you 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 put it up in a binding and you publish it and then, like people can still interpret your work. But, um, playwriting really makes it interprets it on a whole new level. It's like interpretation, on steroids, you know.
1: Exactly, exactly, and that's the cool thing about it, and that's why I mean I would love to see ignominious or spin or anything produced again, because. I mean, for example, Spring Awakening is my favorite musical. I saw the original production back in 2008, 2009, whenever it was. And then they did a new production in 2015 that was um, with Deaf West Theater. It was with people who were... Uh, they incorporated sign language. And Ooh. the way that it transformed the show, I mean, it like reaffirmed that I wanted to be a writer. It, like, it just, It's so cool to me that theater can do that. And that's something you see a lot more in theater that you don't in, fi- in film is... The same script's getting done over and over, but in such a drastically different way. It's yeah. fascinating.
0: Yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it,
1: Yeah. it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
0: all right, so next point. Um, anyone who knows you very well uh, knows that you're uh, homosexual. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, Americans, I think we're getting better, but some people are sometimes slow learners. And uh, because of that, there's still, like, a fair amount... A mistreatment of mistreatment to the homosexual, you know, community. So I was wondering if this has ever affected you and affected any of your, your writing.
1: Oh, totally. Um, so I was super lucky at the time period in which I was born because I feel like we're finally at a big turning point for the LGBTQ community. Obviously, we've got a long way to go, like with trans people and that type of stuff. But as far as gay people and lesbian people, we're pretty, pretty good right now. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm lucky in that. However, uh, when I came out in high school, it was hellish, and I know for a lot of gay people in the town that I'm from, it's still probably hellish. So I Mm -hmm. think it's important to keep telling those stories about struggles of being gay and kind of not necessarily coming out of stories, but at least in my stuff, I try to write, you know, well-adjusted gay men and well-adjusted queer characters so that mm-hmm. people like me who are stuck in small towns who are live in the middle of nowhere can see like, you know, you'll grow up, you'll be okay. Things will come together eventually. Um, mm. So I, I, it's definitely affected my writing in that way because in every single thing I write, there's at least one, at least remotely well-adjusted gay character. I, the ones in ignominious are a mess, but <laughs> in the best way. Um, and I mean, also it just, with any type, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're, gay or if you have you know depression or something it or your race it the way you see the world is super affected by your identity and I think that that definitely comes into what I write because it's always written through the perspective of a a gay person whether I like it or not and I've tried to get away from that and it just never happens (laughs) so Hmm.
0: (laughs) 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 interesting yeah cool like and what I like about your writing is that you don't make it about the character that they're like gay and all that it happens to be a part of their character and they oh they totally. make it like an important part of like just who they the, he's a, a character who is gay and then also a few other traits it's not exactly you don't, write, you don't write a like a homosexual character you write a character who like has like is gay and also has all these other attributes to them
1: exactly and i think that that's super important and i think that it's where generations older than us kind of miss the mark is they write they include minorities, which is great, but then they write them in a way where they are the minor- minority and they become stereotypes, and it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: almost hurts us worse than it helps us. I mean, especially with gay mm-hmm. characters. It, not so it's getting better. Like, we had Love, Simon, which was fantastic, um, Moonlight, mm-hmm. which was fantastic, but, yeah, it, you know, Sassy Gay Friend has been a thing for a long time, and I'm glad <laughs> we're finally getting past that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, great. So, uh, I mean, this is usually an anchor thing of where you get, I mean, well, I'd say, I say usually, but we've, we've we're two talks so far, so it's not really a pattern.
1: Um, Oh my God. Beautiful.
0: (laughs) So, um, where do you usually get your inspiration from? So like what motivates you through the playwriting process of making, where do you get that? Where do you get inspiration?
1: Um, I, so The, like, cool answer is theater has done so much for me as a person. I mean, it's gotten me through such terrible times. It's really affected who I am. I feel like it's my way of giving back um, is by writing these things. Mm. The other answer is I'm a super picky theater person, and I like to write what I would like to see um, Mm. on stage. So, like, ignominious, there were... Broadway's been, kind of not Broadway, but theater has been kind of slow to incorporate social media. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen happened. That's really been about it. So I wanted to write yeah. something that talked about that. Last reason is probably, I, I don't, we're at a really bad time in American history, like I was saying. Um, empathy is not really in right now. Everybody's either extremely mm-hmm. one way or extremely the other. And theater is all about empathy. And I think we need more of that. Um, seeing the worst people, but still feeling for them at least a little bit or understanding where they're coming from because that's the only way we move forward
0: yeah definitely that empathy is very important in like a when you're growing as a person because like when we're on the internet and we see when we respond on comments and things like that especially when there's like trolls on the internet where they sometimes leave nasty comments
1: uh, yeah they don't
0: see the reaction of the person that they're talking to exactly and that's kind of really important for building empathetic skills yeah and emotional intelligence yeah so that's totally that's that's really i think playwriting might be a very and like theater is a really powerful tool to build that like empathetic experience that we all need to get
1: (laughs) exactly because i mean you Mm -hmm. can see like Hamilton, for example. I mean, Hamilton was not that great of a guy on paper. Um, mm-hmm. If you were to read a biography about him and not know the musical, you would be like, this guy was insane. And he kind of was. But I mean, that show is able to make you feel so much for these figures who were very complex and may not have made the best decisions, but ultimately did something great. And I think that we need mm-hmm. more. I think theater can do that in a way that most outlets can't, if that makes sense.
0: hmm yeah definitely and like it's interesting because theater's been around for a while yeah um but especially your writing i would definitely describe it like it's a very contemporary style to theater and it's and we're capturing a very modern perspective on it um it's it there's some theaters in my town that i went to a few times and like i don't i I don't dislike it but they're not using its full potential. They they have, it is like a community theater, so it's not not going (laughs) to be, you know. No, yeah, no, I get what
1: you, yeah, and I think that that's, I think colleges do a good job of it, but there's so much theater out there that is challenging, that is hard, that is, I mean, makes you face things that you might not necessarily want to face. I think that that's a big problem is that people outside of huge cities don't see that. I Mm -hmm. mean, in New York or on a college campus, you might see an Octoroon*, which is this really awesome play that deals with race, or mm. I mean like the humans, which is a play that deals with depression, this type of stuff. Um, whereas if you live in a small town like where I'm from, or even <laughs> Savannah, you, people who need it the most probably aren't going to see it, and that's a big flaw in our culture, and mm. I wish that it would get better. But also people are scared to go to that type of stuff, so I get it. It won't sell tickets, True. but it's a, it's a weird I, I see both sides of the argument, but yeah.
0: Yeah. That's another thing is like, sometimes you can't have both an entertaining thing and something that you can learn from. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. But Some... that's the, that's the thing. I think people think that you, uh, for example, a lot of the movies that get nominated for Oscars, I mean, they're not all gems, but a lot of them are challenging. And I think people don't see them because they're scared that they're going to go feel bad or something or be yeah. feel miserable or get sad. And it's, the thing is they're super entertaining they're super joyous and i wish that people were more open to going to entertainment that wasn't necessarily feel good
0: yeah just for the sake of entertainment you know yeah yeah for Mm -hmm. sure for sure for sure interesting yeah sometimes well when i was talking to the like local theaters and things like that a lot of times it is a case of like going to theater to go to theater and like to see a play and yeah they aren't expecting something like profound yeah like sometimes they're like oh let's go see like a you know oscar wilde murder mystery like who done it sort of thing i love oscar wilde but like you know
1: (laughs) it's no for sure
0: sometimes a little like injection of like contemporary stuff and like very you know important themes are uh crucial to like
1: you know to yeah art (laughs) yeah for sure for sure for sure
0: cool well, I, awesome. I guess that's it. That's all my questions. Uh, d- d- do you have any closing thoughts or anything?
1: Uh, thank you for interviewing me. It feels really no, cool. No and you're, like, still my favorite human. <laughs> oh. You too,
0: yes. This past year has been super awesome. Like, going to... I, I get started with me, like, wanting to be, like, going to, you know, a screenwriting little scat competition, and then I put one in, and then it's like, whatever, I lost, no biggie. Let's well, just go to this one that won and do a reading, and then I went to the reading and then, like, I met so many cool people. <laughs> and there was, You're,
1: you were going places. You're like, mm, like I said, my favorite human. I'll you sure. you got this. <laughs> yeah.
0: You, yeah. We should keep in contact when we're, when we're famous. Oh, Especially, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> that was Matthew James Sowell, the playwright of Ignominious and Spin. If you got this far, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. This was a pretty cool episode. I have a scripted episode in the works. Uh, that might be coming out later this week. It's been a very crazy uh, week and weekend at my internship. Hopefully we'll come out with something interesting in the next few days. Uh, But until then, stay tuned and go create something.